Hamisi Mamba grew up in Burundi, a small East African country between the Democratic Republic of Congo and Tanzania. When he was a kid, his mom owned a small restaurant. There, he learned to cook, and over time, it became a passion. But Hamisi's mom didn't want him following in her footsteps. My mom didn't want me to stay in the kitchen and to cook and to be a chef. She didn't want that. And she was like, go to school, find a degree. I don't want you to do the job that I'm doing. So as he got older, Hamisi Mamba decided he would go to business school instead of becoming a chef. But as Hamisi came into adulthood, Burundi was going through a lot of political turmoil. There was even a civil war. The tension in their home country led to Hamisi and his wife Nadia seeking asylum in the U.S. and eventually making a home for themselves in Detroit. There, as an asylum seeker trying to find his way in a strange new world, Chef Mamba leaned on what he knew best to make it in America. He and his wife together created Baobab Fair, a restaurant not just serving up the most delicious plates East African cuisine has to offer, but also dedicated to improving the lives of people in Detroit and in Burundi. So that intention is like, you come in and it's like, mm, either this is Detroit or this is Africa. We can tell. My name is Baudelaire, and this is Atlas Obscura, a celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. Today, we go to Detroit to hear the story of Chef Mamba in Baobab Fair, a small slice of Burundi nestled in the Motor City. More after this. If you're looking for a place where the wide open skies and the towering mountains inspire you to find an untapped part of yourself, you might want to take a trip to Wyoming. It's a place where bold, curious spirits forge their own way on all types of adventures. There is no shortage of iconic, expansive landscapes out there. You can discover breathtaking hikes, stunning state parks, authentic Western culture, and other historic sites, along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies West. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com. For your next vacation spot, check out Texas for their vast landscape of culture, regions, destinations, and activities. Explore 350 miles of coastline and every kind of hiking trail from strenuous to wheelchair accessible. Enjoy world-famous barbecue and Tex-Mex and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. Travel Texas even offers an online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom, visually-led trip matched to their unique interests. Visit TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. There were two driving forces that led Hamisi and Nadia Mamba to start their restaurant, Baobab Fair, a few years after he arrived in Detroit. The first being that they weren't so into the food scene. Second, Detroit is more than 75% Black. You know, why we have Black people and we don't have African food. Detroit's African food scene exists, but the African food that is there is mostly Ethiopian or West African. Hamisi missed the food that was more familiar to him. And though he wasn't a professional chef back in Burundi, he still remembered what he learned from his mom. And Nadia was also a great cook. Chef Mamba actually tells me he thinks she's the better cook of the two. 
So with their combined ability, plus the skills he learned back in business school in Burundi, Hamisi and Nadia Mamba decided they'd go into business together and open up an East African restaurant. They leased a storefront on a corner in the vibrant business district in the heart of Detroit called New Center. Not far from the Fisher building, a couple blocks from um, uh, Motown. And when Chef Mamba and Nadia started to design the place, they made it a priority to include nods to their homeland of Burundi and also their new home of Detroit. If you see, if you come in the restaurant, the floor and the roof uh, and the ceiling is very, very Detroit, right? It's very Detroit as industrial. And then the ambience is contemporary African design. You know, you have the color, you have the flashy yellow colors. The chairs are flashy yellow. You know, if you go to Africa, you, that's what you see. Everybody's have those flashy colors. And once you're in there, the menu is entirely East African. They got dishes like entore and eggplant stew served with peanut stewed spinach and spiced rice pilau and samaki, which is this fried fish plate with fried plantains, sautéed onions, stewed yellow beans, and coconut rice. Yeah, their whole menu sounds that good. But then there's the name, Baobab Fair. It represents the journey Chef Mamba and Nadia took to get to this point. So Baobab is a tree, and this tree grows in the desert area without water, and this tree is very useful. The Baobab is nicknamed the Tree of Life. The tree grows throughout the African savanna and can be as tall as 100 feet, with a circumference that can land around there also. The tree is essential to the savanna ecosystem and can help aid nutrient recycling in soil and can help keep soil humid. Between its bark and its fruit that can sometimes look like a mango, the baobab tree offers uses from indigenous remedies to rituals to cosmetics. Hamisi saw these trees often. He knew their significance. But he never thought he'd be uprooted from his homeland. As a kid growing up in Burundi's economic capital, Bujumbura, life was pretty simple. What was Burundi like at that time in the late 80s, early 90s? So very, very peaceful, uh, you know, environment. Uh, we, we moved around a lot in Bujumbura, right? And then everywhere you go, you see they, it was very, very solid community putting and working together and being together. That is the image I have. And, you know, play on the streets. Pirates don't care where you are because everybody will want to watch you and want to look at, you know, gonna see what you're doing, make sure like they're protecting you. Playing music everywhere, parties everywhere. Mm. You know, uh, summer is always like, it's party everywhere, play on the streets. For me, the one word I would say was a freedom. I was free. But then the social and political climate in Burundi started to shift. You see, Hamisi grew up a member of the Tutsi tribe. And in October of 1993, Tutsi soldiers assassinated the newly elected president who just so happened to be Hutu, the largest tribe in Burundi. This added more tension to the already long-standing ethnic divisions in the country. A civil war was now underway. For me, that was a change. And, you know, start hearing, like, hey, your friends who you were playing with in elementary school is Tutsi or is Hutu. So it's not this, you are not the same. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you are different. It's like, no, um, that's my homeboy. You know, we grew up together, we played together. What are you talking about? No, they, they don't live anymore. The war wouldn't officially end until 2005, but political turmoil and the tensions lingered. 
Five years later, Hamisi met Nadia at a mutual friend's house. Nadia was a human rights activist in Burundi, and her focus was helping kids stay in school despite the political and economic hurdles around them. But the troubles for the new couple were really just beginning. After about three years of dating, Hamisi and Nadia applied for asylum in the United States. Hamisi was denied, but Nadia was approved. She went straight from Bujumbura to Detroit, Michigan. Nadia was alone in Detroit. She didn't speak English and didn't really understand the culture. On top of that, a few months after she arrived, she found out that she was pregnant with twins. While living in a shelter, right? So everything was like, how am I going to do this? The only help Nadia could rely on came from an organization called Freedom House. They operated the shelter she was staying at. Freedom House is a nonprofit that works towards progress in a lot of different sectors, from press freedoms to government accountability and protecting and aiding asylum seekers. Legal support, roof, food, everything that you need to start a new life. Because we don't be where we are right now without Freedom House. And this house has been there for 40 years. So you can imagine how many Haitian, how many African, how many Lebanese, Afghans, Palestinian, how many people have gone through this program? Nadia gave birth in 2014. That year, Hamisi was denied asylum again. Hamisi wouldn't be able to come to the United States until November of 2015. His kids were almost two years old. We started learning everything by ourselves. And I didn't speak English at the time. I didn't know anything. It's November. The weather was cold. You know, Everything was new. I'm, I'm becoming dad for the first time. I don't know even how to change diapers. You know, they have their own life. There are three of them. They have their own lives. So have to come and fit in their life. Everything was challenging. Everything was hard for me. Nadia was working as a housekeeper in a small motel. And then she got a job as a caregiver. Hamisi got a job in the auto industry, making car door frames. A wife works in a nursing home and husband works in the factory. Very, very detrayed. In 2017, Hamisi and Nadia decided it was time to do something different. At that point, they already moved out of the Freedom House shelter and were adjusting to a somewhat normal life in Detroit. That is when they decided they'd go into business for themselves and open Baobab Fair. Hamisi figured that in America, starting a business is the real way to improve your economic situation quickly. It was a risk, but it was either they were going to keep working for other people or take a chance for themselves. In order to get the seed money, they entered and won the annual Comerica Hatch Detroit Contest, a local small business proposal competition, which at the time had a grand prize of $50,000. We were like, okay, let's just start. And again, this is what, one year, almost two years coming from Burundi. But the winning streak wasn't over. Early in 2023, Chef Mambo was a contestant on the Food Network TV show, Chopped. And that's changed you know, my life, of course, and that's brought a lot of attention. It also came with $10,000 in prize money because, well, Chef Mamba won his chopped competition. The couple donated the winnings to two causes close to their heart. The first 5000 went to Freedom House. So Freedom House, now we are raising more money to build the kitchen for them. This is Chef Mamba and Nadia's way of returning the favor to Freedom House for everything that organization did for their family. The shelter's new kitchen will be industrial and able to provide for the hundreds of folks who rely on it for decent meals. The second half of the winnings from Chopped is going towards the formation of a campaign by Chef Mamba and Nadia called Burundi Kids. It's an idea they have to help teenage mothers in Burundi. Typically, 
those mothers are shunned by their families and aren't able to go to school. So this shelter will take them, we give them a chance to raise their kids, and they go to school. The kids go to school and moms go to school. At the end of the day, they come back home and they, they live normal lives. Chef Mamba says this work in his adoptive home, Detroit, is just the beginning. And the work in his homeland, Burundi, is ongoing. Yeah, I'm, I'm so grateful, of course. I'm so humbled to be in this position. But again, I'm still hungry to bring and to do more big things. And though running a small business comes with its own challenges, Chef Mamba and Nadia are committed to facing those hurdles with the same resilience as the baobab tree. We saw ourselves as this tree. We didn't have a family. We didn't have anybody. And we wanted, we had intention to make the impact that we are making today. And we, we saw ourselves, we consider ourselves as a baobab tree that's growing in Detroit right now. Baobab Fair is open every day except Monday. Aside from being able to buy delicious food, you can also buy coffee beans imported from Burundi and roasted in Detroit. You can also buy art from artists that reside in both locations. We'll also drop a link to support the Freedom House Kitchen campaign in the show notes. This podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Stitcher Studios. Our production team includes Dylan Therese, Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka, Camille Stanley, Manolo Morales, Gabby Gladney. Our technical director is Casey Holford. Our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tyndall. This episode was mixed by Luce Fleming. If you want to learn more, be sure to visit atlasobscura.com. There's a link in our episode description. My name is Baudelaire. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars Rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. 